Welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode of Pressing Forward, the podcast. Deanna, we legit have a special guest today. I know you're not the special guest this time. How do you? How does it feel? Dang, man, dang. I'm not the special guest. Um, we have the coolest, one of the coolest guys that I know, goes by the name of Michael Phillips. Mikael. <laughs> uh, Michael's from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, most people know him as Mike. You know, like M I C, like microphone, like like that. Like that's my guy, um, Mike. Why don't you give an introduction about yourself, who you are? All of that fancy, snazzy jazz. All right. Uh, like you said, my name is Mike. I'm based out of Philly, born and raised all day, 215. Go, uh, <laughs> go Eagles. Um, Good, right? <laughs> not anymore. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> I'm a twin and I'm a spoken word artist and I'm all about community. And that's what that's what that's why that's why I like this guy, honestly. Um, he really is. We we connected through mutual friends. Um, he has such a great friend group. I love those guys as well. Um, so the reason we brought Mike on today is, like he said, he's a spoken spoken words artist. And I want to kind of dive into that, give our audience uh, a different pers- uh, perspective on on poetry. What made you get into it? Fred. <laughs> Every time somebody asks Fred and... And one of my um, <clears throat> one of my high school teachers that I hated. Always <laughs> <I could not laughs> that one teacher. Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely and it's, for some reason it's always the teacher you don't like. But um, uh, Fred and her, they uh, had a she was teaching him in class, and they had a creative writing class. <clears throat> and me, I would never pay attention. Then one day, uh, they they were doing poetry, and Fred came home one day and showed me. Uh, Black Ice, Gemini, if you know any of those names. And then I was just hooked after that. <clears throat> so for those that don't know you, who's Fred? My twin brother. <laughs> you ever see me out in the world and I don't say hi to you? It's Fred. My twin. <laughs> and he might I just, just recently realized that you had a twin. Like, what, maybe a year and a half, two years ago? <laughs> oh, my God. And Rachel was like, yeah, he has a twin. I'm like, wait, no way. Really? <laughs> everyone always thinks you're lying when you say i have a twin no then you see them together and you're like yeah i can definitely see it 100 <laughs> percent. but it's funny because like usually twins are like polar opposites and in, in different areas but this seems to be something that you guys actually coincide with and really can collaborate on yeah it's I don't know. It's weird. I, I hear a lot of people say like twins usually aren't the same, but they're usually, even though they may look the same, they're like completely different personality, completely into different things. And me and Fred just really align on a lot of things, even outside of poetry. Like we both work in the medical field, like we both love the same sports. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Uh, for some- the essential workers <laughs> <laughs> work throughout the entire pandemic. Thank you guys. Thank you. Um, so when did you like, all right, so you grew up with a brother that was really into it. So did you guys like ever like go back and forth? Like, did you guys have poetry slams in your house, like in your family, in your living rooms at family dinners and people? No, I don't, you know what, it's crazy because that, when I really think about it, I think me and Fred are the only people in our family that do anything creative. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like anything creative is like, me and Fred, I can't, I can't tell you who in, my fa- who in my family does something that involves creativity. 
my, I, you know what? I'm lying. My, one of my cousins, uh, she, she does a lot of art and stuff. But so, how did you like? How did you figure out like that was a talent of yours? Like, I know you said Fred was into it, but how did you get into it? Like, did you um, did it just come naturally to you? It was. It, I think it came natural to me um, just because I, I used to rap. So it's like with poetry, there's no there's no real constriction. You know, there's no there's no rules with rap. There, there's only rules, I think, with rap because you're following a beat and stuff like that. But poetry, you can you don't have you can do whatever you want and you don't have to uh, be in sync with something else. You know, you just instinct yeah. with yourself. So um, that that was a plus for me, as well as being able to say what you really wanted to say and say it in such a, a profound way that people listen. Right. Comes to poetry, like what motivates you and like inspires you to, to write? Uh, I, I, I say this all the time and it's, it's never going to change for me. My brother, um, you when I listen to him, it's like. <laughs> to me, he's like the greatest, greatest poet I know. Uh, so who's the better poet? I, I always say Fred. He's all, <laughs> like, uh, I can't. It's like somebody teaches you to do something and you can't really say you're better than that person because they're the ones that taught you. Mm-hmm. Only thing I think I have over Fred is the fact that I, I, I'm more active with it. I wish he was more active with it. I, that's why people say, oh, you know, people know me for poetry. And not really Fred, because Fred don't do it as much. And then you hear Fred, and you're like, well, damn, he's, he's good. Like, really good at this. Like, what's going on? He's spitting, spitting. <laughs> um, and, and speaking of Fred, Fred, you're going to be on the pod soon. If you're going to listen to this episode, we're going to get you, we're going to get you guys both on. It's going to be a poetry slam. Oh, a slam of Bama. <laughs> So, so where do you, where think, do you think, like, how do you come up with these messages? Because that's what poetry is. It, it's an art form, but it's also, you guys are delivering messages in a very strategic way. Yeah, like, like, are you delivering a message in everything that you write about? Or sometimes it, is it just like an outlet, just like, oh, I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling happy about this. Like, I need to talk about it. I need to, to say something. So it's always an outlet. Uh, for me, it definitely gets a lot of weight off of my shoulders because I don't know. Some pe- I think there's some people in the world who look at the world and see everything that's going on, and sometimes that weighs on them. So it's like really good to write about it and let it out. And um, even even if you don't recite it out to the world, even just writing it down helps a lot. Um, what was the other question? Maisha, your question about oh. having a message. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sorry. yeah. Oh, so as far as the message goes, um, most of it has a message behind, behind it. Um, and sometimes it'll randomly come to you. It's like, it's like those moments of growth you have where you're not really thinking about it and then something just hits you and it clicks. So um, sometimes it comes that way. Sometimes you'll be out in the street, you'll see something be like, you start writing about it. Sometimes I'll be in my car driving to work and like random, I don't know what it is, but like some random words of form. And <laughs> next thing you know, 15 minutes later, you, you got to start starting lines of a piece. So. 
<laughs> so how often do you write? I know you just said like the things around you would just motivate you. I mean, like inspire you. But how often do you write? When and not complete say, pieces, but like how often do you write? When you say, honestly, like I don't really write anymore. Oh, so you Jay-Z, I, you just go straight in. You just... Like, like on my way here, because uh, of the shirt, I was like, um, and it, the shirt says uh, dare, you know, the whole drug program, but it says to resist clout and attention. And on my way here, I was thinking to myself, it was like, um, what did I say? This is one bad part about not writing things down. <laughs> but it, that recall. Was, uh, any crazy what's been happening lately. Um, they don't realize they're giving crack to babies. Clout hitting harder than crack in the 80s. Mm. I could be dying. And it would be lights, camera, action. No one reacting while I'm gasping for them to save me. It's just like random things. Like just mm. random. <laughs> it just it randomly hits you. So that's, how, that's how it goes, though. But that's how I think that's a true form of artistry. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, because you're just able to express but also connect relations and things that you've been through, trauma. That was something that you, me, and Fred were on Instagram Live like at two in the morning, some a while, just a couple months ago. And you guys were just talking. And I'm just like, poetry comes easy to them because it comes from experience. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of talk about it comes your, from the heart? Yeah, like how how much of your own experience and on your your own trial childhood traumas and things of that nature kind of help formulate these words that you're able to articulate the way that you do? Honestly, all of it. (laughs) (laughs) You just sit there, like, you really think about life and you just, uh, I say we had it hard. Um, In life, we were just able to get past it. You know, there's a lot of things that happened in our life, but um, all of it just, just pushes that art form and everything that we're able to write about. It's like, but that's the whole thing. You're, you're writing an experience, whether it be for you or somebody else, you know, everything you went through and then whatever you went through, somebody else is going through the same thing. So when they hear, you know, they can, they can uh, relate to whatever it is you're saying. Sometimes depending on how you write a piece, you can give them some hope. Like, You'd be sitting, t- sitting there talking about all these things that you went through and how you're doing now. And they're like, well, this person was able to go through all that, endure all that, and still make something of themselves. And I, that's the beauty of it, though. It's like, it, it sucks. It's so, like someone has to go through things like that. But at the same time, you're, you're motivating someone else because you got through all those things that you, you got through. At the end of the day. So it's so dope because it's so deep and the messages just come across naturally. <laughs> and then when you think about it, like, holy crap, I can relate to that. That's something that I have within me. That's that's what I'm going through right now. I can see that the other the other side of it. Right. <clears throat> so that's super dope. Um, speaking of like being just dope, like I know you kind of spit something straight off the top, <laughs> but can you share something? Um well, there's a piece. I, 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 I personally, I, I listen to a lot of your stuff, so I don't have any. <laughs> She's like, I hope, I hope he says one of the pieces that I really, really like. <laughs> I have a couple of favorites, but I'm going to let you pick one that you feel 
what enlightens somebody. Our podcast is really to inspire, educate, and motivate others. So anything in those fields that you feel that you have a piece to that can relate. Got you. Um, hmm. Get on the spotlight. Spotlight. On the spot. On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No, nah, nah, I got y'all. Um, so like, like I said, sometimes you write about things and it's just like, you don't know where, where these things came from. Like you don't understand. And sometimes you write, write about things and you like, you can't believe. Right. This is something mm-hmm. you've, you've wrote. So, um, eesh, I, this is a pretty, uh, tough one. So <clears throat> have you ever replayed your death, but your suicide, your homicide doesn't rewind this time after remind you to ask if they would care for your movie to end. Not to check the credits for whose names would pop, but to see if those who deemed you antagonists would cry at your plot. Would their heartbeats beat their bodies when yours finally stopped? Would heart would butterflies drop and their wings ring with every twist as their stomach turns in knots? Have you ever replayed your death in the moment after? Ever notice how cries sound a lot like laughter with your eyes closed? Your eyes closed, you replay your death. Bullet hits chest. Would they care if you left? Would cries water the jostling flowers on your grave? Would they bat an eye with their world cave because you were liked in your heart's last nocturnal force them to see that night? I know that fight. To not answer the constant stuttering of death's knock. Trying to control what you consume only to be consumed by things you can't stop. Does it ever stop? Can this stop? You don't want to watch. But deleted scenes aren't really deleted scenes. Scenes were seen before they were deleted. You close your eyes and your eyelids become the screen for your mind to project your thoughts. And you replay your death, bullet hits head. Would you care if you left? Before your last breath was caught, would your first thought be to, se- be to have second thoughts? Would it matter if the world were to freeze, if they would grieve when your body falls like a leaf on your family tree, thinking your life means so little? You ever replay your death? Stop. Rewind. 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 You ever replay your life? Like the mornings, the sun's light looked you in your face, hugged you with a warm embrace and said, hold on tight. And life said, hold me. When life was your homie and alone didn't feel so lonely before you were robbed of hoorays and they Kanye's away from your joy. The days when your smile was real, boy. When you were a real boy, you didn't have to pull strings to play good music through the wires of fake. When your heart beats like 808s without welcome to heartbreak. When the only bad news was streetlights on your block. When the only how could you be so heartless was a tin man who wasn't Robocop. When the only see you in my nightmares was on Elm Street in the coldest winter with snow at your feet. Do you remember when you felt so amazing, so amazing? Before you were paranoid with your love locked down, say you will be so amazing, so amazing. God blessed you when your mother had you and gave you life. So you fight and hold on to life like umbilical cords and you only cut when ready to be born. Stop. Rewind. You replay your death. Stop. Fast forward. Fast forward. Play. Play until the day ends and the day sends you a new day to play. You play like clay and fight like clay. Play until your tape stops. If you have 13 reasons, I can give you 100 reasons. Stay. Snaps fingers. All of them. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) I don't think, well, I'm a Kanye fan, so I love oh, I all the Kanye. Oh, I definitely got the reference. Yeah, the reference. <laughs> the, the 808, the heartbreak, the amazing RoboCop. Mm-hmm. The, the <sighs> leaf falling from a family tree. <laughs> Closing your eyes. 
what you say, closing your eyes to replay, no, to pro- to uh, have your have your thoughts projected life or something like yeah, that. Yeah, my eyelids. Oh <laughs> my gosh! <sighs> With that being so deep, where did that come from? What what inspired that? Um, and you can and. I don't think you, you know, I know you told the people you're from Philly, but you ain't telling where you was from from. Where were you from from? North. <laughs> North Philly, guys. North Philly. North or North? North. North. Hey, North. No one's going to know what you're nope. talking about. Nope. <laughs> what part of Philly is that? <laughs> and, no, with that being so north, down north. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with that being so deep, where, where did that, where did that come from? Um, I don't know, man. Sometimes like, well, I'm lying. It was during the height of everything that was going on in the in the world with, you know, George Floyd and everything. You're really sitting there. And some days, honestly, some days you just be down. And you no real re I mean, there's a reason, but there's no real there's nothing going on in your life sometimes. But just because there's nothing bad going on in your life doesn't necessarily mean other stuff doesn't affect you. And then you know, your mind just wanders sometimes. Your, your mind legit just wanders. You can't really control it sometimes, what, you, what your mind thinks. Um, and, you know, death is something that we think about, you know, sometimes that, that mm-hmm. comes across and um, how the world would be if you left, you know? Um, and it was just one of those days. And honestly, when I wrote, with, even like the first couple of lines, I'm, shit, I'm sitting here, like, I'm really writing this shit. Like, I, I can't believe, like, <laughs> I can't I'm really, believe it. <laughs> And it, every time I see it on my computer, it throws me off because because I see it and it's like it's real, like it's there, mm-hmm. like I, I wrote this. So, um, you know, we just like like I said, experience. You write you write about your experiences, and sometimes it's not what you actually went through, but it's something that crossed your mind. So, I had just I was actually thinking about it the other day. Like I can't imagine anyone in my family losing me. And that's something that goes through my mind like that's. But again, I shouldn't think about that because I'm I'm young and healthy. I'm good to go. Oh, I think so. <laughs> um, your mind, it but it, it crosses your mind. You're absolutely right. And then when you think about it, you're like, wait, why am I? Why am I even thinking about this? Yeah, it's amazing what the mind can come up with. And it's sometimes scary. It's, is, am I OK? <laughs> like, why think about this? It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and the crazy uh, thing is, it's like nothing, like you said, nothing bad can be going on in your life. But when you think of these things, it's like, where is that coming from? And sometimes it's just, you call it a creative spark. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you come up with these narratives, these stories. And it's like, like I said, like it's sometimes it's scary to know, like, wait a minute, this is, this is me? Who, who is this person? <laughs> mind just wanders, man. Uh-huh. You. That's what I I think like when people speak of people, humans, I'm like, bro, it, humans are too complex. I'm like, mm-hmm. the, when people talk about scenarios and how they should be simple and blah, 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 I'm like, no, there's no way. People are way too complex. Their mind, it, the mind is a beautiful thing, but the mind is a very complex place. That's why none of us are the same. None of us think the same. It's a beautiful thing, but a lot of people can't handle that, handle that reality that everyone is complex and everyone is different. And he just dropped some knowledge on people, dropped gems. (laughs) If you guys don't, um, I I plead, I I encourage you guys, go follow 
Mike on Instagram. Uh, yeah, how do you how do you get your poetry out there? Tell us, tell us where to go to to hear more because uh, you, can <laughs> you can definitely go to my page. Um, I got some videos up there. Um, I'm trying to make more videos, but um, right now I'm I'm writing a lot. But I everything that I write, I can't actually share with you guys because I, I signed a non disclosure agreement. Okay, Beyonce signing NDAs. I see. Yeah, I see. You making moves. <laughs> so uh, maybe in September of this year, you guys could catch me on Amazon Prime. We'll see uh, when it's supposed to drop. But um, okay, okay. <laughs> you can find me on my Instagram soon on Amazon Prime. I definitely go to a lot of uh, open mics and shows, um, <clears throat> and you know just. Go out like it, like you guys said. It's just therapeutic. It, it gets a lot of, of of weight off of me. So even though I enjoy reciting and what you call it, it also is me just leaving all the weight on stage. Mm-hmm. So um, you can catch me at an open mic. You can hit me up on Instagram, and I might <laughs> I might spit something for you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But I think you're being a little too modest and humble. Um, you have so the the shirt you got on now. You made it yourself. That is where can cool. where can people support this movement that you have going on? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be the one to drop the jewels on these. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't hold back Come on, now. Don't hold back no, let, me, let me tell y'all something. All right, I'm I'm really good at poetry, right? But I'm terrible at talking about myself. I'm terrible. <laughs> I like it. If you wouldn't have said anything, I would have. T- it would have like I would have totally spaced and forgot. But um, that's why we're here. A <laughs> <laughs> poetsplace.net. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out in which direction to take it. But um, I definitely got shirts up there, um, that speaks for people. That's a, like again, um, the whole message thing is just. I I love messages. I love giving a message and I love wearing a message. So that was kind of my thing with the shirts. You know, a lot of people like they have merch and they, I don't know, they put their name or their face or something of that nature. And I wanted, I wanted something that can represent someone else and not just myself. Um, and, so much bigger than you. Right. It's, like it's a lot bigger than me. Um, and this shirt, the dare shirt, I'm telling you, mine just wanders. I'm sitting, <laughs> there, I'm sitting there and I don't even know how the dare thing popped up. Like, I don't get I, it's beyond me. But if anyone knows about dare it's very retro um, for saying no to drugs. And with, in today's world, the I think to me, the biggest drug clout now is like everybody it's just it's just bad. Everybody's doing something for clout. Everybody's doing something for attention. Agree. And, it, and it's not. It'd be one thing if it was in a in a positive light, but some of this stuff is just terrible. Um, so I took the dare, uh, the dare, and then instead of say um, saying to resist drugs and abuse, I think it was, I put to resist clout and attention. And the other shirt that I have says, um, keep kids off clout instead of keep kids off drugs. I, I truly believe clout is just, uh, like I said, clout hit worse than crack in the 80s. That's big facts. Mm-hmm. That's big facts. 
But there's a, that's a super dope message. That's a creative, you got a creative mind, yo. That's, you say you don't know where it came from, but it came from a place of understanding (laughs) that this is a message you want out there. But I think you hit it, you hit the nail right on the coffin when you said it's so much bigger. It's much bigger than you just putting your name, a logo, whatever. You also have a shirt that's very popular. I see it all the time by people that aren't (laughs) even poets, but it just says poet. How does that feel to know that you have a message out there and that people are supporting you because it's a bigger message than you? Um, uh, it feels good. Yo, I had this conversation with uh, my You a little bit? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Copper skin worth gold. I see you. Got that Rihanna Fenty on right now. Oh my God, Lord. <laughs> That's a t-shirt, y'all, on the poetsbrookers.net. <laughs> <laughs> Big blush. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> but um, I was having a conversation with my friends, and it's crazy because I'm sitting here. I'm like, yo, I really like doing these shirts thing. Like, and I'm like, I was hype. I was hype. I was like, yo, I got a really good idea. So I'm sitting on my laptop and I'm trying to, I'm trying to rearrange the stuff and break it apart and put it together. Um, and I sent it to them. And everybody in the group's like, yo, I need one of those. I need one of those. And then I sent them like uh, the white shirt and the yellow shirt. And it's like, okay, never mind. I need both of them. And it's like, I don't know. It's just that feeling like when someone else is sitting there and they're saying to themselves, yo, I love the message. I love, I, I love this. I need two of them. I, I need one of those. And even when I posted it on Instagram, people were like, please tell me you're selling this shirt. Please tell me tell me you're selling this shirt. And it's like, people get it. Like, people understand what I'm trying to say. So it's like a really good feel. It's like, I'm going to toot my own horn right now because it, it feels good. To, to <laughs> As you should. It you feels should. good to do something that people people really understand what you're trying to say. Man, that's super dope. Yo, this is like the happiest I've ever seen. Right now, you look just like Fred. That's crazy. <laughs> you had your head down, you look just like Fred. But, no, but it's 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 truly is one of those things where there's a vision that you have and other people can see it as well. Right. So, and when it all comes together, it's just mind-blowing. Perfect. <laughs> the perfect chemistry. There's one shirt that I want you to talk about. So, <laughs> you know where I'm going. Spread love, legs, and peanut butter. Can you talk oh, to us about that one? Honestly, when, when the pandemic, the real pandemic had hit, it was, we were all on live. And again, I, I don't know what made me say it, but I'm in the comments and I'm and I put in caps, spread love, legs and peanut butter. <laughs> and it kind of stuck. And then it was like it was on live and I would say it and people would like say it. And then I was like, you know what? I should put that on a shirt when I started initially uh, doing the shirts. So I'm like, you know what? I should put that on a shirt because it's, it's it's a positive message is. <laughs> It, it's it could be funny. taken multiple ways. hundred <laughs> percent. You know, so it's like, I don't, again, it's like, it's a, it's a good message. It's a good message. And I mean, who doesn't like peanut butter? And, it, and if you don't, oh, people that are allergic to it. I was going to say people that are allergic <laughs> might not agree, but. I mean, you could be allergic to something. I still like, like it. I still like it. Oh, that's super funny. I'm allergic to clout. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Mike, is there anything else that you want? Um, One of the things that we 
been trying to do um, with our new, po- this is a new podcast. So we're just episode eight for us. Um, what do you want listeners to take away? Two messages you want listeners to take away from you being on today? Ah, man. The floor is yours. Two messages. Um, if I had to give anybody, fight like hell, man. That's, that's the first message. Fight like hell. I know, I know sometimes life seems like it ain't fair and things happen that's out of our control. And, you know, sometimes you're down, but like fight like hell. Cause right now it seems, trust me, I've been in places and I'm sitting here thinking like, this is crazy. Like, you know, you don't want to go on or, or, or you just quit on yourself or you quit on people. And it's like fight like hell. Cause someday, someday you're going to look back and say, I'm glad I didn't quit. I'm glad I kept going. Cause Trust me, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's bad. But I, I, I believe that there's way, way more good days than bad if you choose to keep on fighting. And second message, Brad Love. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> second message, uh, be yourself. That, that, that. Just because off the whole clout thing and everything, um, just be yourself, man. I'm telling you, especially for the younger people, especially for the younger people right now, you know, you, you're going, you're, you're in a, a bubble right now. And it seems like you got to wear what that person's wearing and you got to have this because everybody else got it. But when you go on to the real world, none of that matters. None of it, none of it, whatever you decide to do for yourself is what matters the most. And it, that message I really want to give to the younger generation just because it's hard to unlearn it once you grow up and once you get stuck in your ways. So be yourself unapologetically. I'm 30 years old and I wear overalls, okay? <laughs> and I have all the time. All the time. <laughs> but you be making look fly, farmer man. No, I, you know, I try, but nobody like you. You know, I could go out there right now and people would roast me for wearing overalls, but I like wearing overalls. And Comfortable in your own skin. Right. Exactly. Be yourself that, unapologetically. Damn right. That Well, that's because <laughs> technically there's two of you guys, so. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That's a good point. I'm that just is a kidding. Good point. Now, man, Mike, I appreciate you. We appreciate you for thank joining you, us thank today. You, thank you. Thank you for coming. For dropping knowledge. Yeah, man. It's it's so important. And poetry is one of those things where to me, it might it's not as mainstream as other things. But, but it's, it's never going to it's never gonna go away. And it's uh, so important. It's a it's a message. More people that's what I think you wanted to do with a poet's uh a poet's place. That's you want to see art and poetry and everywhere. Um, so I'm gonna plug you in right now. Go check out my guy <laughs> on Instagram, DBL underscore IMG. Double, take out the, um, what's those vowels? DBL <laughs> underscore IMG image. He yeah, just forgot how to spell the rest the of it. Just take out, out the vowels, basically. He forgot to spell, how, forgot to spell <laughs> how the, rest, uh, the rest of image, but DBL underscore IM, uh, IMG. Go support this movement. It's, it's a vision. He has a vision. I hope you guys see it come through a poet's place.net. I appreciate y'all for having me. Um, I don't know. It's dope, man. It's like, 
I was I was telling my girl, I was like, yeah, I got I got to do a um a podcast with Press Forward Hoop. And she's like, oh, what's that? I'm like, it's a it's a nonprofit that my homie run. Like, <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> like, it's, like you say it out loud. When you say things out loud, like th- this person is giving back to the community, like, like legit giving back to the community. Not like, you know, it's cool when when you talk about things and stuff like that, but when you actually do the work, it's like so good to see. And um now I look up to you, by the way. I just want you to know I look up to you. I want to get to that point someday where I can sit here and run something that's helping the youth. We got this. We're going to collaborate together. Just like you, you can't do it alone. Hell, heck you can't no, do it man. alone. It takes right. a village and right. it takes a strong and supportive group. This is one thing I want to, you guys don't take anything away from this. It's you should be support surrounding yourself with people that are going to support you that see your vision. Like Mike said that he sent a message put it up and people are like, let me get one. Oh, then they see other ones. Let me get that one, that one, that one. And you started, literally, you started blushing, but because that was, there was pure <laughs> excitement. Mm-hmm. People see the vision. When people believe in you, surround yourself with people like that. That's why Mike is my friend. Yeah, that's why Mike is my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, we're out of here, guys. Continue to spread love, positivity. Spread love, leg, and peanut butter. We're chasing the <laughs> messages today, y'all. Let's be real. <laughs> We're chasing the yeah. messages out today. We're out of here. Peace.